Well, we are less than a week six away days. from six, six days. days, yes, to be exact, from week one. There's no week zero uh, football anymore, so week one away from high school football. We have arrived. Week zero was a zero, wasn't it? Wasn't there some, there was just some, some dive. Some small towns are doing a week zero playing this week. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, well, we don't cover not, that. Not, not our schools. We got we got matchups. We got who do we got? Prior Lakes playing Rosemont. Burnsville's at Moundsview. Those are two intriguing matchups. Is it Prior Lake Rosemont for the number one seed in that section? Well, like no, Lakeville North may have something to say about that. Maybe Eden Prairie like, is at Roseville. Ooh. Will, will at, you go? Shockby's at Eagle. Can you imagine the traffic Dan is gonna fight to get to Roseville? Shockley? State Fair traffic. Oh, you are done. <laughs> Shockley. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. That's probably a park and ride uh, lot there, is. too. You get a park oh, and ride geez. to Roseville? Oh, Lord. is at Egan. Try not to lose to Egan, which would be Egan's first win in two years. New coach. New coach. Chan? Nick Johnson. Chan. Co- Nick Chan is at Bloomington Jefferson. The old Metro West Conference rivalry right there. Chaska. St. Louis Park. Holy That's Family. A, Holy Family, I have no clue. Jordan. No plane. It's a good drive. Good I don't even know who Minnetonka plays. Who is Minnetonka? I thought it was I thought it was Egan. Apparently not. Minnetonka. I haven't I haven't gotten that Come far. Come on, man. It was six days away. Get it together. I'm trying. I see Minnetonka's got a big uh, scrimmage community night tonight. Are there any intriguing of oh. these matchups? I think the prior Lake Rosemont one is because well, absolutely. Yeah, Rosemont man. apparently has got one of the best receivers in the state, and Prior Lake is well, Prior Lake is they they, they expect to be good every year, and probably are two. I mean, with Lakeville North's losses, that potentially could be for a number one seed because you know, Tim in Sin Prior Lake. They haven't met. It was weird. I was looking up. They haven't met since two thousand fourteen. How is that even possible? Because of district football. Yeah, district football. <laughs> I mean, but it's weird that well, these I mean, teams that yeah, should, those that are two. That should be why they do district football. I mean, they haven't met for that long. I mean, is it? There hasn't been any outcry. They've been in the same section though, and they still haven't met since 2014. So when they seed them up, not even in the playoffs, they've never met. Well, no, because they're not the same. Yeah, they're, they're they, the same. They, cross so they haven't over, played yeah. since 2014. Yeah. 21 nothing. Wow. Rosemont win. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're Rosemont, you got to get the ball to Jonathan Mann as much as possible this year. That kid is too talented to throw the ball to five times a game. It's weird because, well, you know, they've had that belly offense that, and they've got, when they had Erdman, yeah. they changed it and they yeah. started throwing. And then they went right, when he left, they went right back to that belly offense, but now they got this big time receiver. Do they have a quarterback and get him the ball? Yeah, they always would have a quarterback. They haven't, they the last, they haven't had the last two years. Then At he, least two years ago, when I played Manitaka, they... It becomes fairly meaningless if you can't get him the ball. Correct. I mean, it, when I saw them in the playoffs against Manitaka two years ago, when he was a sophomore, they were trying to get him the ball various different ways, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he's just way too talented. <laughs> you saw him in the state hurdles, I mean... you got to find a way to get him the ball. Yeah. That's a, that's a great first matchup for prior Lake. You really do learn a lot about yourself that first week, and... I, you know, honestly, I, if I'm a coach, I'd rather face somebody really tough because, you know, then it gives you, an, I, I remember when I was coaching Hutchinson, 
every time, or not coaching, and I was covering Hutchinson. Uh, week one, you'd see you'd see a lineup. Week two, you'd see a drastically different lineup because they threw kids out there. They figured, nope, this kid can't play that spot, and they figured it out for the rest of the season based on that one game with Glencoe Silver Lake, which was usually a loss. So a lot of a lot of coaches give the benefit of the doubt to the seniors, and that's their yeah. their chance. Right. So I mean, you're week two and three lineups. You're right; they're just not the same. Ian Prairie, who you said the Ian Roseville. Roseville. Roseville's been. They usually have a. They usually really good or they're really bad. They're a state tournament team last year. I mean, really? it's kind of like that North Mount that 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 section of the North Metro. There's a lot of. Good teams, you know. White Bear Lake had a great season last year. Moundsview over the years has been pretty solid, but you know, outside of Blaine, nobody's really been a big standout in that area. You know, I guess Tino Grace and you know, past years, but you know, so you know, I think it's a good first matchup for uh, Eden Prairie to, to see things, and we'll have a new quarterback for the first time in you know four and seasons. Every time I go to practice, I've never they won't announce who he is. <laughs> it's still, can we have a that discussion already? It's still one of three guys. Well, yeah, that's what, that's coach speak that's right coach there. Trying to, he knows. He knew. He knew on seven and seven passing league who was his quarterback was, but he doesn't want to put any pressure because this isn't Cole Kramer. But I got a feeling we're gonna see old school Eden Prairie. <laughs> run, 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 defense. This run, is, run, run, defense. This has got to be Shakabee's breakout year, right? It's every, every year. Ray Benton's been there, what, how many years? This is his fourth year, I believe. Can't, can't say that they're not developing quarterbacks in, uh, in the youth uh, program yeah. anymore, right? That, they got to make it. I mean, they're the ninth biggest school in the state. they got to make a big jump, right? You would think, but their schedule is... <laughs> they play Union Prairie, Minnetonka, Edina, St. Michael... Fire Lake, those are all yeah, those are all top fun. ten ranked teams. I've been at the start of the year, so but to get to there, you got to beat those teams. Yep. So you think they? That's like you said, the first week of the season, they're playing Egan, who hasn't won a game in what two years. So they'll probably get, win that game and feel pretty high about themselves. Then they go into the gauntlet of Fire Lake week two, I think Egan Prairie week three, Oof. then Mantonga week four. Oof. So yeah, I, they find out right away if they're. Uh, Legit, if they're good or not, so they should be, I think, better. They got a couple division one defensive backs, not not, not like Big Ten division, sure. one, but like South Dakota State and South Dakota players, and Connor okay. Rains and Eli Oferfer okay. will be back there. So cool. they should be able to play some good defenses here. Jordan, they they graduated a good amount, but the most, yeah, they're gonna return their quarterback, new coach, lost yeah. their coach that brought in the. High flying system, but they never talked to the coach yet. But I imagine they're sticking with the same system. But yes, they had a good senior class. But they returned their quarterback that threw for a ton of yardage and ran for a ton of yards, so they should be able to score defense. Can they stop anyone? We'll see. Yeah, Chaska Chana, and Chaska's got six or seven really talented players. It's but you know that level five A. It's about filling in guys. You don't I mean. You're going to get wore down at that level, even at 5A, if you're playing six or seven guys, yeah. you know, both ways. And so, and you know, I, I've, you know, it's been interesting to watch Jaska. They, they're one of those teams that they, they develop guys 
from week one to week eight where you're getting more and more out of them, and that's why they made a run to state tournament last year. And uh, A kid to watch is, is Steve O'Klotz. Steve-O. What a, what a, I mean, his real name's Stevenson, so Steve-O. It just, you watch this kid. He's about 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, he is, you know, you watch him in the outside uh, uh, linebacker, and he just makes plays. And when they put him in the backfield last year, they, and they have three, they have all three of the running backs back, um, quarterback uh, who played safety last year. So, they're pretty experienced in the backfield. If I was them, I would just line up 11 guys inside the, the tackles and just pound away. Just pound away, gain five yards, uh, and shorten the game. Uh, they, they, they've, they've been a pass, you know, they've tried to pass over the years. I just get away from that and just, you know, unless you need to, just pound that ball. And Chan Anson, they have a new coach, Colin Nelson. He's, uh, he's been uh, one of the assistant coaches for three years. He comes in and they got a lean senior class, so I think they're going to rely heavily on sophomores and juniors, and you know, in, in the game of football, when you're having, you know relying right. a lot on sophomores and juniors, you're probably a year away from from doing things. So, but it's always interesting to see how a, a new coach, coming from the previous staff, the differences uh, in, in styles you'll see. So, but Minnetonka, like you pointed out, fun. They're at Eastview. I knew they were a District One enemy. It was a good ball club last year, but I think they, they got. I think they got they hit got, really got, hard. I think they got gutted. So they got gutted. And Minnetonka's also graduated a ton from the last. But they're two always season. an enigma. I I heard Minnetonka has thirty-four hundred students this coming year. Thirty-four hundred really? students. They'll start four and zero and finish four and four. That's what Minnetonka <laughs> does. They're always the one team that you you could think they could go all the way, but you're not shocked when they go four and four. <laughs> Burnsville's at Moundsview, where they finished last year. They lost in the second round of playoffs, or first round of playoffs at Moundsview last year, and they open at Moundsview this year. Burnsville will be the same. They're the same. Speed, athletes, not a lot of size, not a lot of depth. They're, it's been that way for a while. It's even, it was even that way when they had Kamal Martin. A lot of speed, a lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of athletes, not a lot of size. And they didn't take any injuries when he was that senior year that they got to the state tournament. So they're going to have to be injury-free. They're going to have to find a way to uh, score and find a way to stop. I mean, their depth. They're going to have to find a way to keep bodies on the field because if they start losing kids, they're in trouble. Well, so can anybody challenge you in Prairie, or does anybody get closer? That we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Is there? Who's the other team besides Eden Prairie? There's North. Guys. There's got to be somebody this year, right? Well, like, Eden North, Prairie. North. North's always good. They well, when I, when I filled out, when the coach sent me this thing from Burnsville, he's, he's, he listed Eden Prairie, Minnetonka, and Rosemont as the three teams that he thinks are the best teams in the state. Interesting. That's who he said. Minnetonka is, I mean, that's I, I, you don't know anything. You can always just throw them in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when's the last... given. You know... Rosemont, Rosemont's problem has been the other teams. They wipe up the teams that they wipe up. Yeah. The Egan's, the East Views. But they, I don't think they've beaten a Lake team in like five or six in a row. I think they sure. continually get beat by a Lake team. And I don't think they've fared well against North last year. If you, I don't what about Lake South? Lakeville South. 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 South had a great year last year, South and if I remember, they were they were, the they, were they were on the younger side. I feel like I mean, obviously they had some seniors at right. at key spots. So I felt like they 
were kind of uh, unknown, and they had a great year last year. They came on. They came on. Burnsville beat them earlier in the year. Yeah. They won four or five in a row and then lost to Lakeville North in the state semifinals. Yeah. So they were in the state. Yeah. Krebs, the former Burnsville coach, yeah. I mean, knows what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, don't be surprised if they've got to be – if. They got to be in the hunt in that other section for a high seat if, if if they return enough kids. I don't know what their roster was like sure. last year, but that's a growing that that area is growing more than the other north, the, the yeah. Lakeville North area. Yeah. It seems to be more people are going that way than the north. So and in five U in fifth grade football, North Lakeville South's got three fifth grade teams, Jeez. and North has only got two. And they got more sixth grade, so it's it's moving the other yeah, way right. in that community. I mean, we talk about how many what teams lose with graduation last year. Lakeville North is, you know, they lost what twenty, I think, yeah, 20, twenty starters. Yeah. But probably the biggest loss is Aaron Severson for Minnetonka. I mean. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was kind such of a steady a huge part of that team. And and they he he didn't he had a better junior year than he did senior year, and some of that was you know just. The, the talent they had is, I mean, they made the prep bowl his junior year. Uh, but, you know, he was steady. And I think that's so much. We look, I mean, there's so much put on quarterbacks. Um, like you said, with a Jordan kid, he's not only passing the ball, he's running the ball. And so, uh, so much is put on these quarterbacks. And I think when you have a guy like a Cole Kramer, who's been doing it for, for two, you know, two years under his belt, and he comes into his senior year, well, that's just one less thing that the coach doesn't have to worry about. So, um, having experience uh, under center is, is very, you know, very key. And I mean, Holy Family lost a three-year starter. Eden Prairie lost a three-year starter. But it's it's different for Eden Prairie. I mean, Eden Prairie's starting quarterback might be asked to turn turn around and hand, hand off the ball. the ball. Yeah. Where Minnetonka, they pass. I mean, they were throwing the ball they twenty were. to thirty times yeah. a game. Eden Prairie can absorb the Kramer loss much. E- I think will much easier yeah. absorb that loss than because. Seaver, Aaron Serverson, yeah. See, he did a lot. Yeah, and he, and he made plays. I mean, I think back to that prep bowl game right before halftime. I mean, he single-handedly made that play. You know, obviously, Jackson Owens made a great catch in the end zone over his head. But, I mean, he had eluded the rush. He took a you know he took a big hit as he's throwing, and he threw the ball 50, 60 yards down the, down the field. And so, yeah, when you lose a playmaker like that, I mean, that's why – Interesting. I, you know, Dave Nelson. I think will usually send off his preview to me today when I, you know, and uh, so I'm interested to see who some of these new guys will be because they they did lose a lot uh, of specialty players on both sides of the ball and they should have athletes. Y- you would think, but though a lot of those athletes probably would have been on the field last year too. So, um, it, you know, you just you never know. What's but the that last court, time they had like a stud running back. But when's the last? They haven't in a while. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When? I mean, uh, the, the Ty Barron kid was really solid, but he was more of a linebacker that, you know, he just wasn't, you know, like a true running back. But no, they haven't. And Minnetonka has been in the hunt, but outside of two years ago at the Pro Bowl, they haven't really been a you know state championship caliber team for a number of years here. So, um, the one year they needed a field goal to beat Becker. Remember that? Four or five years ago, to avoid well, the upset. Needed, you know, and they, two years ago they were they were trailing. They um, always the last play to Prior Lake, and and then that crazy win game that oh, you, your yeah. camera made it. 
made it a half a quarter. <laughs> I drove 80 yards at eight below weather in a 30 mile into a 30 mile an hour wind and threw a 30 yard touchdown pass. Uh, I mean, yeah, that, that, fourth down. I mean, Prior Lake just can't. They, Prior Lake is a team. Every year I want to say this is their year, yeah. but then every time you say that, they find something happens to them where they never because they've made the state tournament four or five times since 2000. They, they haven't got to the semifinals, yeah. and then they seem to find a way to lose and hurt. That loss yeah, in Minnetonka the year Ridge. before the East Ridge, the fake extra point for two, they lose that game because of there. <laughs> they have found ways yeah, to just. Fart games away, playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I was I thought they were gonna fart the Buffalo game a game away last. Yes, when they got down twenty-one to seven last year, <laughs> and then, then we realized and Buffalo didn't Buffalo's, have any... Buffalo's defense was you know class yeah. two way. There's another. <laughs> there's another quarterback, Bowman's yeah. kid. He's been there forever, and now he's a senior, and so. It'll be, but he did lose his uh, Tony Dahl, his top wide receiver. So. And maybe his second one. Oh, no. Torres ACL. Oh, you and your summer basketball leagues. They did? Yeah. Ugh. Well. So they're in there. And Minnetonka's got the the uh, offensive coordinator from prior life last year. Yep, Ash. Oh, really? Yeah. Mark Ash is there. You see, this is how connected I am. Well, they're definitely gonna. Uh, they're definitely gonna. Yeah, he left Fire Lake. He's now on that staff. Serious? Well, good. I, you know, Mark and I. I think uh, I've seen. You know, him you lose. Take your, I, if you take your nose out of the amateur baseball step. <laughs> you know, I was doing soccer, <laughs> tennis, volleyball. Boy, I guess I'm not as connected as. Uh, geez, thanks, Jason Bell. My old college buddies, he's on the Usually nobody staff. cares about assistance, but he's one name that kind Oh, of, well, and he, you know, I, I I covered him beating Hutchinson, Chanass, and Chaska for 10 straight years at, uh, you know, Mankato West. Everyone thought I was the jinx when I came to town to Hutchinson. No, they just started, they stopped playing the Ornos and the Delanos of the world. Hutchinson went south out of Section 6 to Section 2 and started playing Mankato West. That's the reason why they couldn't get the state. But no, Mark Esch is, uh, you know, it, it's an interesting thing because when you've been a head coach to then all of a sudden being, you know, coordinator, and you've had a lot of success as a head coach to kind of step back. So interested to hear. Uh, but he did the, that last year at Prairie Lake. Well, that's why I'm just wondering why. He's angling one for the Minnetonka job or the Eden Prairie. He wants oh, to be close baby. when something happens so that job opens up. I, well, I agree. He's looking for a bigger job, and I probably realize he ain't gonna get it in prior lakes. So no, he's not. Leave. Well, prior lake didn't seem like always the best fit. He's more of a spread yeah. throw the ball. Prior Correct. lake is more of a single wing run, rush it down your throat. Well, but Gang and I were, yeah. they like would, to throw they, the ball. They could throw the ball. Gang and I likes to be balanced, and last year I felt like they got a little away from that, even though they had the talent to do it. But it, it just—it's not Gegenheimer's personality to just be throw, throw, throw. He wants to grind it out. He's he's very similar in a way to Grant. He wants to control the ball, win the line of scrimmage, try to shorten the game. And it, I felt that that was not it wasn't reflective of who he has been. So yeah. I don't. They may say that they'll miss Ash. I don't think they will miss Ash. Yeah. I think they can go back to doing yeah. what they like to do. Sure. You know, two teams that we forget about. There's Champlain Park, Centennial, you know, those teams up there. Every once in a while, they've got some athletes, athletes that will play really well and be 
good. And Tatino Grace is another team that they got the pedigree. Tatino and Creighton, you think? Yeah. Creighton is the one I always shocked. When are they going to return? When are they going to come back? And they always seem when they start getting some linemen and tough interior guys. They're all burners on the outside. And what happens in October, boys? Gets colder. We all of a sudden, Creighton Daramall can't win because they don't like playing in the cold. Eastridge and Wood and Eastridge and Woodbury always seem to yeah. pile up wins, but then when it comes down to the playoffs, yeah. unless unless it's a fake Eden Prairie gets Woodbury in their home opener week two. That's another nice matchup. I mean, Woodbury's had some good teams. They, they just got banged up. They were on like their third or fourth quarterback last year. They yeah. just don't ever. It's, I think when they come across the river here and they have to play some of these teams, <laughs> it's like a different. It's the different. Like Stillwater, how are they not good anymore in football? The fourth biggest school in the state. Because they're, they're all running cross country. They'll play Shakopee this year, so I'll tell you what's going Ooh. on. Ooh. I mean, there's 31. In Shakopee? I think so. Good God, they're going to be tired from that bus ride. That is going to be a two hour bus ride. I think Stillwater comes to Shakopee and Shakopee goes to St. Michael, so. That's not as bad. Those are the drives that Shakopee has. Eden, Eden Prairie uh, soccer, first day of school, they go to Buffalo. Buffalo's not a bad drive. It's not that bad. You guys should make that drive out to, uh, to Buffalo and Buffalo at take, four, four o'clock on a weekday. Well, head that out. That's a different deal. Head out, head out a few more miles. Go check out state amateur baseball at Maple Lake. Del Sounds Del like Maple Lake. Well, I went, I've been to Dassel twice. Eaton to Dassel. You think that's a great drive on a Friday? That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> what was the most best game out there? Oh boy, St. Benedict well, getting locked off by Waterville. You know Waterville, what a run. They were 30 and 2. Uh, they had won like 30 games they, or something like that. Waterville the lost their first game of the season. Yep. They lost the region championship. Yep. Won everything else in between and then had needed a walk off home run to beat the 500 St. Benedict Saints. Well, they're America's team. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, you would expect that. But, you know, I just think, uh, you know, the Chan ass for Class B, Chan ass and Champlin. I, I'm a ball guy. When you get when you get seventeen straight zeros, you know you're sitting there going, okay. First off, there was nothing to. I had to run a picture of a scoreboard this week because there was nothing to take pictures of because it was strikeout, strikeout, ground ball to the shortstop who I'd run pictures of like four hundred times right. in his career. Yeah. Yeah, there just was no plays to be made. Um, so, but it was seventeen zeros. Chan Aston wins on a walk off, one nothing. There, I, and I was in the dugout for Chan Aston. You're the defending state champs. There wasn't a drop of sweat coming from those guys, uh, even in a 0-0 game. Something can happen uh, like this, that, and your season's over in a single elimination bracket. But uh, they chain ass and just, they're, once their lineup gets cooking, their pitching is really, really good. And some of the other teams are aging. Meesville, they're, they're aging. You know, uh, correct. So, aging. A, well, aging, and they just didn't, Chagabee didn't have, uh, all the young talent is still playing Northwoods or, right. Single A ball. They just they they haven't gotten a ton of the that 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 the, the Indians are in transition. Of yeah. Flip, so flip it over from the old veteran guys to the new, and there's just there's a mix in there, and that they're still learning. And I just don't get why you need weeks. I mean, Ben Morrison can pitch three straight weeks. He can start this week. Start next oh, Saturday. Well, he can start the next. It's just because there's so many there's so many teams. It's up to a 48 team tournament. You know, you can't fit in any more games. You know, there, there's four a day at a field, you know, and that's it. And so, so if you have one ace, one elite into, pitcher. They can get you to the final semifinals. four or whatever, and then you just need two more. Absolutely. 
And that's why, you know, so that makes it why get draft. Yeah, why well, have draftees? There's that. I understand why it was in the past because they do it in like two weeks and they're aluminum bats. Yeah. The guys were scoring 18 yeah. runs, so they had a knee in arms. Um, why do you get three drafts? Three is <laughs> so many. I know. If I was a draft, you're like, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to make well, that trip, especially with the third round pick. Well, that's right? why I was talking to the Cullen manager and the one of the guys they picked third. He comes up to him after the win the other day and he's all, Coach, I got to tell you something. And he goes, Yeah. I, I got a wedding to go to, you know, the second weekend. I don't really want to let the team down. And he goes, Jacob, I wasn't going to use you <laughs> into the third weekend. If we're, I mean, we hope we're playing. So, yeah, go to your wedding. Man. Yeah, it's going to be all right. But, yeah, the draftees, I mean, uh, that, there's there's a reason why the Plato's in Region 7, uh, Region 3 with, you know, uh, with uh, yeah, the team. Like, the, like Dakota Plato Rice last got, year. They won well, it last year, right? Yeah. Well, they, they drafted Mac. Mac. Uh, the Green Isle, Mac. Mac, Zach. And he's the best pitcher in the state. I mean, well, he used to be a long, to be, but, long time ago. But but they... I thought it was Schweinsteiger. It was, they, they brought in Pat Cheetah, who was a really tough left arm from... Lefty from uh, from Watertown. If your league is really good, well, now you're being able to draft. You look at Region 3. New Market might be the best team in the state. They drafted Matt Lane from Faribault, who might be the best lefty in the state. Right. Uh, he's definitely better than Martin Perez. <laughs> uh, for the twins, but you, how can you how can you beat a new market team? They were already the best team, and now they've added one right. of the best arms. And so, you 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 look at the marble mallards of the world, and uh, you know the teams that are from the outskirts of the state. Well, their their drafts are probably just, eh, let's take this guy. You know, like they're just not they're not benefiting like like some of the leagues are. So, but then again, if you don't have that. Than a team like New Market still where it runs because they still have better depth. They have more kids well, to, to just, choose from. So I understand the reason why it was I, like you said. It was, it was I don't like it. A couple of weeks. This is your this is your team. You're you playing, need to add three yeah. more. You were playing no. a couple games at the weekend and you needed arms and Correct. 15, 20 years old aluminum bath and scores were eight twenty to eighteen. Yeah. So you were just running out of arms. So they were like. Did, but did, then once I went back to the wood bats and you're playing one game a weekend, you don't need those extra arms. No. You remember when Shockby and Prior Lake played in the class piece? Didn't Shaska basically or Shockby basically win because Shockby won their first. They had a pitcher from friggin' Chaska. Ryan Seifert and Shockby, Justin Johnson. Shockby's first state title was, I don't want to say basically won on the help of the draftees, but it was because they had Ryan Seifert. That was it, Seifert. And then yeah. they had the Rupert. And, and that's why this is back yes. when you could. This is back when you could draft catchers. Yeah. And they drafted Johnson from Chaska, and that was a huge hole for Shockby all year long. They didn't have a catcher, yeah. and they draft this Johnson. He's a former professional baseball player. You stick him right in. They put him in the catcher. Put him in the three hole, and he was lights out the and whole Seifert tournament. Seifert was lights out. Seifert. Seifert. So. Well, he was a six five, six six seven. Colorado Rockies farmhand. Probably like a Schweitzer guy going, or whatever his name. Well, so that team, I was playing on Hutchinson that year, 2009. We're winning one nothing uh, off of Rupert, like you said. He, I mean, because Rupert was in his heyday. Right. He just won a state title with Mankato. He moves to Shakopee, and we're sitting there. We'd lost to Mankato the year before Rupert. We couldn't get away from this guy. We got a one nothing lead. They score five in the, at the bottom of the first inning. Rupert uh, Seifert, we were done. We had no chance, and they, and they rolled over everybody that yeah. that state tournament because of the draft. Right. We're pulling in Dan Burkholz, great guy, did. through eight and two thirds shutout uh, relief innings to keep it a five-one game. But we're pulling kids from Dasco, Cato, Delano, 
Maple Lake. Yeah. And, and Shackaby's pulling in kids from Chaska, Jordan. It's like, come on. Cipher, Cipher, who played, who just came out of minor yeah. league. Well, he had been playing for the Rockies, yeah. No, no, the, the Indians' third pick that year was Trent Bonesack, another former made minor league who's won like seven state titles. <laughs> Wait, you just, you just named three guys. Who did, the, who did Prior Lake name? <laughs> I, I don't I, even remember. They got Hollingsworth, another former minor league. Yeah. Pick, but he didn't even play? I remember it was three years ago. Three years ago, Jordan was playing, I, I think it was Tracy, might have been Milroy. And they, they, Jordan went up big, so Milroy threw one of their draft picks. It was a 17-year-old high school kid, they threw out their, one of their draft picks. It's just like, it's, they have no chance if they're throwing a 17-year-old against a former no. minor league pitcher. Well, I, I just, my, my big thing with draftees, I don't want to see them start a game. Right. Like, to me, like whoever just said, pitch with what got you there. Like, I don't care if this kid's better. Use your guy first. If you get in a pinch, you need somebody close, fine. I hate when I see uh, a team using a draft pick. And Matt Lane will start uh, for Newmarket at some point. I mean, he's just yeah. he's that good of a pitcher, and I guess I can't blame him. Just can't be Sunday morning because he's a pastor. He'll uh, start the championship game. Uh, he's pretty much going to have to. Yeah. Or the Sunday night game, I heard he's available. Yeah. Once once uh, Matt's services are done with on Sunday. Yeah, you have any thoughts on this? No. <laughs> well, Matt, I, I featured Matt Hanlon, Eden Prairie kid, Kyle ben, Geeson. Ben, Kyle Geeson. Uh, both of those EP kids are not going to be here this weekend. Matt is going through the whole. I'm everyone that I'm friends with is getting married, and Kyle's having his. Kyle's wife is having their second kid tomorrow, today, yesterday. So, uh, yeah, so. Chaska will be down a few guys. But, yeah, I mean, Chaska, like like we said before the podcast, Chaska has two starters from Savage. Uh, the Mike Edelson, no, Steve Edelson uh, was a Bloomington kid. His brother Mike played for Prior Lake. And then you got Geeson and Halloran are... Our Eden Prairie kids. I'm probably missing some. Don't they have Hankus, too? Hankus from Shakopee. Hankus from Shakopee. So, uh... But 30, that's 30 class mile B. Rule, thirty mile rule. Class, thirty mile rule. You know kids like are, it's sixty miles. Ch- Chanis and Redbirds have kids from New Ulm. The game kid who got the walk off hit is from New Ulm. How is that possible? Well, because he lives in the Twin Cities now. He just grew up in New Ulm. So a lot of these guys grew up in New Ulm. They all went to school at St. Cloud State or something. Now they all live in the Twin Cities. They're within. So, it's that's what class B is. It's not your hometown, your hometown teams anymore. So, but yeah, Halloran's been playing with uh, St. Paul Capitals. Seems like Prior Lake's got a lot of home talent so. guys. Yeah, what was that's the record this year? <laughs> that's why they're not at St. Charles. I mean, it's Joe Loftus is from Savage. I didn't see him this year. He, he did. Plays, he plays. He spaced sparingly. Okay, he was. I, I didn't see him in games. I he think just, there was a Burnsville kid on his team, a pitcher. He comes in rakes and goes oh, home. That kid was so good in high school at Holy Angels. Well, yeah. Oh. Vanderbilt. And then Vanderbilt happened. Wow. Burnsville, Burnsville seems like they have their Burnsville guys. They lose a couple to set Prior Lake, though. Yeah. So, so are you saying that the Prior Lake's not? They need to get on the recruiting tree a little bit better. Well, there's more kids to draw from in the West Metro because, you know, uh, Minnetonka has Where, has the Millers, but there's a lot more kids in Minnetonka. That's why a lot of them. I play feel like Harvard. the Mudcats have got more people from out Weber. Some kid named Weber. I can't think of his name. Okay. Pitcher. Pitcher, shortstop, second base. Pitch really good in the playoff game against New Prague. Luke Weber. 
Okay. Maybe sounds familiar. Why are the coyotes not good? Who plays on the Coyotes? Kyle just refuses to answer. <laughs> Who plays? I, I mean, the Indians were a sub-500 team. How the Coyotes? Do you know, you know Greg Fall, right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Mudcats? Yeah. I mean, he's DHing now. I think he gets three hits a game. <laughs> he looks like he's about 260. Well... Was it Paul Buss? He's got hair down to his. He's got his. Beard. I thought he was the manager. Every once in a while, he pinches his <laughs> That's that's. You need guys like that. That used to be me. I didn't want to run the bases. Ben Morrison. To... I mean, he might be. He feels like he's been along around as long as Rupert has. Yeah, probably has. I, I've never seen him pitch, but somehow he throws up. Does he throw hard? I I don't know. I, I, you, your team. I, <laughs> I, I don't I, cover the. I, I don't I cover the Mudcats. He's been. Throwing complete games, it seemed like he just have a rubber arm or something. Yes. Well, last topic before we uh, cut out. What is the likelihood of a high school producing back-to-back Olympic athletes in a sport in which they've never won a state title? That school being Chaska. Wrestling. Who's the other Olympic athlete? And Andy Bisick in 2016. Wrestling. Yeah, Greco-Roman. So different than, you know, high school is more of a freestyle. Uh, but Andy Bisick uh, was Olympic on the Olympic team in 2016. Pat Smith, who just won uh, gold at the Pan American Games, which has been described to me as like the Western Hemisphere Olympic Games or something. That like Chaska Chan influence that combined team. <laughs> well, these guys were before Chan well, Aston even started. Pat Smith is an interesting because he was a big stud high school guy. Yeah. Went to the Gophers. Yeah, so so Gopher. Didn't really do much. And then yeah. he goes to international and he's a world champion. Yeah, and he's one of those guys that's come on as he's gotten older. And now he, you know, he's won, you know, he's the best in the Americas. It wasn't, now the Pan American Games wasn't an Olympic qualifier. So he's got, he's got the world championships in Kazakhstan. Isn't that where Borat was from? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, there's so many ways we could take that. Um, but yeah, no, I the, he's got the top six make it there. There's also an intercontinental championships, so the top two from each continent uh, make it. So he's in the driver's seat. But I mean, just to think that, and uh, the other, the other, the only American world champion ever in Greco-Roman, <clears throat> 1985. I, I just found this out. The guy teaches at Chaska Middle School West. <laughs> what is going on? What's going on over there? I mean, just the likelihood of uh, I, I, of having back-to-back Olympians from Chaska. But that, yes. I mean, that's just back-to-back from one school. One. We rarely have Olympians in our coverage area. Yeah. I mean, other than maybe Oof. hockey players. Yeah, ho- yeah, women's hockey we've had, or you know, men's or women's hockey. Bootsma. David Plummer. Plumber. There we go. Swimmer, swimming, and swimming. There you go. Any other? Any other Olympic? Olympic. Olympic. We've had plenty of hockey players. There was that Erin Bachman from Prior Lake, but I don't think she played for Prior Lake volleyball. But she was on the Olympic volleyball team. Sarah Wilhite. Yeah, Sarah Wilhite's got a chance. The girl from Medina, not our coverage area, but the Thompson girl. She's apparently in the running. Tori Dixon? Did I hear Tori Dixon? She was on, she was on the qualifying yeah, team. The qualifying year. team. Yeah. Uh, Swenson. Hopkins, is she a Minnetonka girl? She went to Hopkins. Actually. Your yeah. girl never got on there? The Whitman, no. Whitman never did? There we go. Well, she was I mean, on the roster. It depends on, you know, 
when it happens. Did Messer yeah. play on the Olympic hockey team this year? Who? Messer. Brock? So. They went back to amateur this year. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in the league. Yeah, some Rachel Ramsey would have perfect. If Rachel Ramsey graduates one year before, she's probably on that Olympic team last year. But I remember talking to her dad and she, you know about that, and he said, "Well, she'd have to train for three years, you know, in a sport that what she's not playing at." She goes, he, "She had to move on with her life, you know." And so, yeah, it is, a sport it is about time. Burnsville's no, had yeah. Lindsey Vaughn, but I don't think she's really got any ties to Burnsville High School. Buck Hill. She might have stepped in there once or twice. Yeah, or not. Yeah. 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 Weight training. Yeah. Curry's had a Nordic skier, Ben Hughes. <coughs> oh, jeez. I wonder if Carly's got to have something. <laughs> Come Maybe. on. Well, they were small for a long time. CC McGraw will be the next one. Yeah, CC McGraw will be probably up there. She's phenomenal. Maybe, what? uh, maybe Alex Hart. <laughs> something. <laughs> I'm not going to play football. I'm just going to go wrestle again. <laughs> I uh, I put my credentials in for the 2020 games. It's in Tokyo. Do you think? Do you think Southwest <laughs> News Media? They will cover the they will. Do you think they'll pick up the tab? Absolutely. Uh, well, for sure. Just like they cover your mileage back and forth to Delano <laughs> five Dassel. times a week or Dassel or whatever it is. Yeah, they'll they'll cover that. It's on record. Somebody from our company said that they would pay for it. Pat Smith is in it. Why not? I didn't go because you know last one was in. Was it Brazil? Oh, no, Rio. That's right, Rio. Ooh, I think I would have rather gone to Rio than to- than Tokyo. But I heard Rio was a dump <laughs> during, during, during the games. Dogs running around and stuff you like that. You can handle Tokyo. I was there. I don't think I can handle Tokyo either. I... If if you can't have an open water swim because of what's floating in the water in Tokyo, yeah, correct. In Rio, in Rio. Uh, but you can't do that in Lake Minnetonka either. No, or Lake Nicolas, <laughs> or any lake in the state. Phosphorus people get rid of it. Tokyo was busy. I remember the one oh. thing I do remember though, and it bothered me. The, the one thing I noticed, I remember the most about being in Tokyo is there's no garbage cans anywhere. <laughs> ever. And then my wife started to notice it too because like you know, your kids got something to eat and they give me the wrappers and you walk down the street looking for a garbage can, you can't find one. You cannot because well, they have to you pay somebody to clean those eight. things. It's amazing. You, you have to hold the garbage. Everybody holds their garbage, and they bring it home. Yeah. There's no garbage cans in well, Tokyo. Then you don't have to pay people to collect it. That's genius. People just walk around holding their because garbage. Because care, they care about their country, so and they don't I, throw it on the ground. What is 95 and melting hot? I don't want to be holding three <laughs> what is your kids, soda cans and three kids bags. Eat? Like, McDonald's? <laughs> I just, this astonished me every time we'd go out and I'd have garbage. I was like, where is a garbage can? There are none. That's the one thing I got from Tokyo. The most I got. That <laughs> was hot and there's no garbage can. Oh, man, and you're surrounded by water. And it was a lot of, it felt like New York types too. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not going because Greco-Roman. Because of garbage It's one in- day. <laughs> the entire 77 kilograms, whatever that weight is. Is one day like the competition is over? You win four matches, you're done. You champion. Like there is, come on, one we'll, we'll, day. We'll wait for that. How much do we pay? Uh, we'll wait for that press or the press press that you've got it, and then we all want to talk about the response you get <laughs> for when you ask if you can, they can fly you out there. That'll be a podcast. Let's bring, let's bring, <laughs> let's bring in the, let's bring in the boss. Let's bring in the boss. Oh, Mark? I'll need a new camera for that trip, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be breaking this thing. Till next week.